So we're just assuming that he just, you know, that that was a booty call or, you know, a one night stand. Yeah, but the thing is, is like the relationship between Etta and Sam is seems a lot more like healthy. Well, none of these relationships are healthy. Both of them were one night stands. It's just Sam got more attached to the the SEX action than he was supposed he was, he, he was supposed yes, to do his job is, he was, and go he that's why he, you're right abby he does not deserve his degree he deserves to go back to school man how you gonna have one night and then next thing you know like damn i, I kind of want to wipe this girl huh you don't wipe the first hit there they go the clown and the two thugs ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of the geek down i am pat b in the house today we have shade of shade uh, the executioner, boycotting Christmas, as you see, boycotting Christmas, and Abby. <laughs> uh, howdy, howdy! And today we have an awesome, action-packed, fun-filled show for you. Today we are talking about Christmas Crossfire. This is a German film, believe it or not, that has nothing to do with Christmas. So we're gonna let you know what Crossfire is all about, and not that old-school '90s board game, executioner. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I've heard so. Nothing was better than the theme song. All right. Then we're also talking about Replica, the Orwellian Pixel Adventure. This is a game that just came out on Nintendo Switch, but it's been out on other on other systems for a little while. So Abby's gonna give us the inside stuff, and Shana bringing up the rear on what is good and bad and happy and sad about Replica. And then we are also talking about Arch Enemy. Yo, this is a new superhero film that is one of the latest projects from Legion. It's got ties to Boston. It's got, to, yo, all types of good stuff to say about this. All types of bad stuff to say about this, too. We're going to dig in in just a little bit. For now, I want to get the inside stuff from the crew here on Christmas Crossfire. Now, just to let Crossfire. you know about it. Well, I, knew, I, I, I knew it was coming. Someone's going to do it. Crossfire. All right. Now, if anyone's unfamiliar with uh, Christmas Crossfire, uh, it, the story happens close to Christmas time. That's the only, the only relation this has to a holiday. But we follow Samuel. He's a college professor who gets picked up by a woman he just Assistant professor. Etta. Yes, assistant. Thank you. You have, to, you have to make Sorry. sure. You got to clarify. Sticking yeah. for accreditation here. Okay. <laughs> He's an assistant professor who gets picked up by a woman uh, named Etta. Um, they have some some quick, you know, spontaneous sex in the woods, getting nasty. And then, just like any good horror movie, Samuel hears something and he better investigate. Come on, man. You got to stay in the car. Always stay in the car. Well, see, he's never seen a horror movie, so that's why he went to investigate. I mean, all horror movie characters. And what happened to him when he went to investigate? Uh, Uh, He almost died. Exactly. You didn't stay in the car. Yo, stay in the car. Always. Kind of thing you investigate from a distance. No, it's the kind of thing you don't investigate. You leave. You go, and then the movie is over. We live in the age of cell phones. This dude could have taken a picture, sent it to the local authorities, and then been out. But, but technically, they are the local authorities. <laughs> oh. They are, they, oh. They're firemen, technically. That is oh. their cover job. All right, then that's a damn that's, that's true. Okay. That's, that's a hard... <laughs> you're right. That that does make it a, a bit harder in that, uh, in that uh, community there. Um, but, okay, so uh we're following samuel he's the assistant professor and he gets caught up in some stuff what happens is he goes to investigate and he accidentally foils a murder or an attempted murder whatever you want to call it and then ends up fleeing from this gang of killers that were trying to kill this dude now with the dude that they were trying to kill so all types of wackiness ensues um abby give us your impressions please so i i didn't know i thought it was some sort of like christmas related film uh originally but like as soon as the title flashed on screen i was like this is not going to be a horror or this is not going to be a christmas film this is definitely going to be a horror film kind of thing where it's like they're in the woods in the middle of nowhere there's only two of them they will likely hear a noise (laughs) and i was getting ready for something to happen and i literally none of them have seen a horror movie before apparently um Yo. so that that definitely sort of was like come on like it's it's one of those movies where like are you like 
actually this dumb like you've made it so far in life yes. like he, he like the dude what's his name so samuel he's an actual like assistant professor like he's done a bunch of stuff to get where he is and then he's like boom i'm gonna walk in the woods alone yeah, it's someone like who should know Abby, better than Abby, he's questioning his whole credentials wow he, i am because no no i like that you took it to person i, I like that you took it to his to his to his academic qualifications like okay if you're a professor like, you should probably smart. know not to he's smart enough to not do that but he does it anyway wow. and not he only just, that but he gets involved and it just blows up in his face mm -hmm. and what did we learn because we as the audience took from Yo, that love stay is a powerful, in the car no love is stay a powerful in the car. drug love is it's a like, powerful like, drug wait wait wait, the, wait, 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 wait what love where do you get that where do you get love from are you talking about the about to get shot yes and I don't the think love, he and that, the love of oh, helping out other people. I don't think he really Plus, that's Christmas. I, he, Christmas no, represents. No, hold up, hold up, Shayna, Shayna. I think I think you and I are here on this. Break it down for him, please. Like I don't like the dude in question who was about to get shot. Like he was part of the crew of people who were about to shoot him because mm. um, he messed with the boss's wife. And my thing about the whole thing is, I think he was just infatuated with her, and she was bored. Mm -hmm. That's Whoa. not love. That yeah. is not that's, with her life. That was love. That was a young man. That was a young man who got his first taste, and we had a term for that. It was called sprung. All right. That yeah. dude <laughs> has lost all sense of like self-preservation of reality. It's just like, yo. I mean, it's it was his first time. What did you expect, man? <laughs> his first time. made a whole song expressing what happened yeah. actually, actually, the first time. That is obsession. Like, I don't think she loved him in the same way that. Like, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I I think that like the wife was just bored with her current life in the tiny town and yeah. just wanted to do just wanted something to entertain herself with, and that just turned out to be like one of one yeah, of her husband's like movie. employees. It's like like, but then like he was dumb enough to be like I saw like then he was dumb enough to get caught, but like. At least he's not in a. At least he didn't get all the credentials that Sam has. Like that, I can sort of like disconnect. <laughs> like, he was a, he was a fireman. He was a fireman. Like at least it's bad because Sam is really probably the like, best man in the whole thing that you come across. Yeah, <laughs> Sam is the one who's actively trying to save a life. Sam was there for some conference, got picked up by a woman. The thing is, is he was, again, he was dumb enough to leave that conference. Oh, yeah, that okay, okay. I will, I will, I will also say if, if, if Sam is this struggling, underqualified academia, quote unquote, academic, um, that we're led to believe he is, then most likely he spends all his nights uh, reading books and trying to um, trying to put on put up the front that he is qualified for this position. That Abby, you've seen through that veneer. No, that he is, he is not. so not qualified so, for his job. So I am so focused on this. Those people. So is this that, man doesn't have much time for dating. Profile? So naturally, when a woman approaches him, his first reaction is oh, hands <laughs> <and> down, <laughs> because he's not. He's not Or maybe there. he just has the same problem as what's his name, who was obsessed with his wife's boss. And that's why he does all the dumb things that he does throughout the film is because of this girl that he met really the night get, before. I didn't really get much of an insult I mean, vibe I feel from like Sam. It feels like he was uh, just a dude who doesn't have much experience with um, like picking up women or being in <laughs> social situations wow. where folks seem attracted to him because his life might be all about work and kind of uh, introverted. So when someone tries to bring him out, he's all for it, which again leads to him forgetting that you stay in the goddamn car. Yeah, that is, uh, but the thing is, is like, but that type of thing should lead him to make him stay in the car because like. <laughs> all right, Abby, when you get your doctorate and then someone picks you up and offers you sex in the woods, you'll, all right, sorry. Uh, Shane, what's going on? I would refuse. I think Sam and Etta actually had real affection for each other. They actually yeah. seemed like two people at the who had equal affection to each other at you the beginning. You think they hit it off that first night? Like, yes. I think they had, they, their sort of interactions and relationship with each other was much more defined than the relationship between the wife's boss or the boss's wife. Mm -hmm. 
Sorry. But um, we don't know because we didn't get to see the whole event transpire. So we're just assuming that he just, you know, that that was a booty call or, you know, a one night stand. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like, the thing is, it's like, the, the relationship between Etta and Sam is like, seems a lot more like healthy compared to the relationship between the wife and the sort of employee. Well, yeah. none of these like, relationships are healthy. One could have been a one-night stand. No, both of them were one-night stands. It's just Sam got more attached to the, the you know, the SEX action than he was supposed to do his job and go. He was, That's he why, he, you're right, Abby. He does not deserve his degree. He deserves to go back to school, man. How you gonna have one night and then next thing you know, like, damn, I, I kind of want to wipe this girl. Huh? You don't wipe the first hit? The okay, right there, right there. No, you make you made a very good point. That's one thing that I noticed about this, and I was more willing to assume that maybe it's a it's a it's a it's a European or a German thing. We only see them for one night. Yeah. I thought I thought while watching this that maybe there was a, a time span. You know, maybe N no, and then yeah, we're, we're watching the next escapades, which is them weeks or months down the line. But no, we get the sense. I mean, we're, we're actually told that There's, it's been all yes. in one night. So we see them meet for the first time, and then by the next morning, he's saying this is my girlfriend you know yep. where we're, we're together for this and then and then i thought he was crazy until we see her interaction <laughs> with the cop and then she yeah him Man, they both boyfriend. crazy ted mosby so, over so, here so you're crazy. right like it's like why you're, you're like right. they just like they and then like quick. at the I, th I, 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 thought that was, I thought that was a German thing. I assumed it was a European thing, and yeah, I'm like, just not acclimated. Maybe people live much shorter lives there, so they're more- <laughs> No, actually, they live longer than us. I, I, so, I, so, so I, I marry a one-night stand? That's, that's, no, but the thing is, is like, at the end of the film- You don't have time. You've got to marry that one-night stand. That's all the, I got. At, that's all I got. At the end of the film, Etta- I'm dying, that fool. I'm dying. Etta, <laughs> either Etta says this to Samuel, or Samuel says it to Etta, but they were like, We've only like we've only known each other for 24 hours, and so much has happened between when we first met and now. And it's like y'all have known each other for 24 hours, it's and so you guys still, and if you still stay together after this, like Yo, seek therapy, seek help. It's not a happy situation to be in. Yeah. You know, sometimes trauma bonds people. Like that's no, what that's not it. No, well, the, yeah, but like, you're right, I know the but seek help that person will understand. To together, these people. Yo, Pat, are we still family friendly? Yes, we are. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I know the answer to this answer to this question. Like, if I were Etta, I would totally have jumped on Samuel and kept him because he was the only man who treated her like a person. Yes, that's true. Let's talk about let, let's talk about this town real quick. Let's talk about this town because we're 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 led to believe that Etta has some sort of involvement with some people in this town that have juice. As we meet the other townspeople, there's maybe what 20, 25, 30 people in this town total. They all yeah, they all know um Etta's family, they all know the the, the killers, the gang of dudes that were following. Which are firemen, by the way. Yeah, yeah. the only the only the only person that's not familiar with apparently everyone in this town is Samuel, the, the person yep. that we're following as the audience. So because he's from Berlin, this, so he doesn't know. So hence why it's so hard for them, for Etta and Samuel to get legit help when they say we saw some stuff. Everyone in, in town's like, hey, who are you? Yo, those kids! When Samuel's trying to get help in this town, it's like, no, I just saw someone almost get shot. I need help. And those kids are like, hey, hey. Where you from? Hey, come here. Yeah, where you from? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what hood you represent, man? Where you, where you stand? What's your, what's your yeah. name? It, it's, well, it's, like, like, they, it's, it's unlikely that they've been anywhere. So when they see a guy just screaming through the street saying, I saw someone almost get shot you're kind of curious about what has led up to this point. And you're thinking, okay, so why are you crazy? It must be where you're born, where you're from. I'm from Berlin. Cool. <laughs> like, yo, you from Berlin? What y'all do in Berlin? Is it big out there? Y'all got like alcohol? Did you did you got any drugs for us? You want to take this cocaine? <laughs> All right, real quick, let me run down the cast here. Edda was played uh, by Ali Newman. Um, Costa Ullman played Samuel. Um, the dude, Sasha Alexander Gersak, he played Herman. I couldn't separate him from, have you all seen the TV show, What We Do in the Shadows? 
No. I've heard of it. Okay, it, I need to watch it. It's it's a it's a TV show based off of the movie that came out a few years ago. It's actually pretty damn funny. I hated it's the movie. I, I, I think we were yes, yes, it is. I thought the movie was I thought the movie was slow. I thought the movie was corny. I thought it was a great premise that they didn't execute. People love that movie. I'm apparently in it's the a cult classic. Yeah, you know, I'm apparently in the in the in like that that lone group of like that very tiny group of few that didn't like it. But I love the TV show. The TV show I think is damn funny. I think it just worked in different medium for me. But the dude that stars in this has a, like his face. All I see is Herman in this movie. They look so much alike to me. It might just be like you know Germanic dudes with beards. I don't know. But I'm just like I'm just like okay. At some point, why are you trying to shoot this man? Just bite him. Just bite him. Just what? They're vampires. I'm like, just, just. Nah, I got, I got you. Oh, it's not the guy. It's not the guy. And the whole time, well, I mean, I'm, th I'm thinking, Sam, you better run. He's gonna, he so. gonna snatch you up. He's gonna snatch you up in the middle of the night. Oh, not the vampire. Okay. And I'm kind of think this movie. The heart. I'm just saying. So you're pretty close. Oh well, yeah, this movie would have been better if they were vampires. Maybe I they were. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm weird because I didn't dislike this movie. Like I was just. I understood that this was a movie that everything was in this box. Like, you know, like everything is, you open the box, okay, this is all you get face value, just just go for the ride. It's one of those just going for the ride kind of movies. And also I feel like some of the um, interactions in it felt very real to me and I'm like, oh yes, I know. It's like when she met the police officer and got in the car and there was one moment in that conversation <laughs> where I went, oh shit, he's an incel, run, run. Yeah. <laughs> That actually gave, gave me flashbacks of Biff Tannen um, in, in wait, Back to the Evo, Future when he's you... trying to when he's trying to he's trying to get friendly with um with uh, Marty's mother in the back of the car. I'm like, yo, you're not listening to a damn word she's saying. You were about to molest this woman, and you are a bad person. But I'm like, they dumb, forced dumb. they they. But also like they imply, which I mean, you find out later the real situation. But they implied that her father was like this big, you know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I thought he was like a mafia figure in the town or something, you know. And he's like, I know but your dad. I was mayor, about to see your dad. Mayor, hey, tell mafia. your dad I said something. Well, I mean, I mean, we know that now. But I thought he was someone. I thought that her dad may have been the leader of like Herman's Ooh, group, yeah, you know, of, of the. I, I of thought the, that too at one point. Yeah. So I'm like, so how are you going? How are you going to try to put it on the boss's daughter? Are you nuts? Are you what? You yo, you about to get? But maybe he to was the boss until whatever happened happened. Because I don't want to spoil it. The and then he had the you know transition of power, and then ended up being the gentleman that we know as uh, Herman. Well, no, I think Herman's father was the boss before that. Like, did so you too. meet Herman's father? Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah, Herman's father was another type of toxic yeah. masculinity. And well, I was the like, thing oh, is, I like, see why your son is how he is because yo, you're. You know well, what, the thing is, is like what? he just didn't He's, care. He didn't, but well, he no, caught. Well, hold up. He, he kind of became my emasculated favorite. Emasculated his son on a regular basis. And I like so that because we hate Herman so much. Right? Yeah. That's like, true. We do. That is a fact. But he did. He did what he did for love, though. So let's no, let's be honest. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He's one of those people. <laughs> Look at y'all faces. Just, <laughs> no, who tears other people down? Like, cause look, I've just I've come like that in real life. So it's like. Yeah, no, I've seen those kind of people who wax poetically about how things were better when they were in charge. Mm. And and then at the same time, cut other people down without offering any actual solution or help. Yeah, no, that's him. And I'm like, oh, it must have been awful growing up with that for a father. <laughs> mm. I got that too. And I, you, you, you said one thing that's very poignant there. I think that our different reactions may have been because of what um, experiences we've had in life that we can we can project out of these, these situations. Um, and my thing was, okay, first of all, you stay in the goddamn car because when you start going up in people's business, yo, cats that hang out with guns and drag folks in the woods, they're not looking yeah. to have a friendly conversation to be talked down from stuff. Exactly. Okay, that's why you stay in the car because you are going to get everybody killed, whereas you, it, it, whereas you go out and invest, man. And well, also situations with the cops, you will go to the cop looking for legit help and you are most likely not going to get it. And in my situation, I'd be worried that, you know what, maybe I get a, I get accused of something. Maybe I get thrown in the back. Maybe, yo, because, I've had, because, because, they, because I'm more used to yeah, what, getting what about those two black face. guys that ended in up driving In her experience, 
she's familiar, she's more uh, used to this guy. Okay, he's not listening to what I'm saying because he's gonna try to, you know, get in my pants. And what did we see happen? The cop tried to get in her <laughs> pants. You know, the two brothers came by and it's like, you know what? We see this, we are going yeah, we to, got we to going go. keep on walking. Yeah, we are, we are no. just gonna, we, we keep on walking. Yeah, that's a cultural thing too. Uh, I'm, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna come on and say, I didn't like this movie. But I and I have like legit reasons, but I think we we've we've touched on most of. But that part right there is like the only part that I kind of I was a little warm to because it showed some realistic social commentary. This is for damn sure not the right place for it. This movie is definitely, definitely not the place to try to make it. But at the very least, I'm like they had it in there, which showed that these people just because they're bad storytellers doesn't mean they're idiots, you know. So it's like okay, know, so man. they had the, I mean, the guy the got commentary the in there. The guy, no, the guy got out of the car. car. That, that's what I'm saying. The characters were idiots. The people that were telling the story were not necessarily. They had this social commentary of, well, we're not part of the society. We, we're made to live outside the town. We keep to ourselves for very good reason. We're the only black folks in this. We're going to make it through, goddammit. We are going to live by the time those credits roll. So that and was it, interesting. The rest of this movie didn't do it for me. Uh, I will say the acting was... Nah, I wasn't buying most everyone's performance. I, I went in thinking this would be like a fun, quirky, not not even holiday movie, just a fun, quirky, you know, hey, we're in a weird situation, crazy stuff is happening, but somehow we make it through movie, like a feel good. And instead it just left me with so many questions like, why'd you get out of the car? And um, left Abby with questions like, why did you get to, how did you get a degree? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I gotta like, give this, this is a thumbs down for me. Uh, Shayna, your thoughts. Love. I'm gonna like I clearly I'm about to go against the grain right now because I'm gonna give it a thumbs up because I was mostly entertained. The contrivances that happened, I accept that they were contrivances that had to happen for the movie to progress. Like if he didn't get out the car to look, ha ha, what else is gonna happen? Nothing. It's the same thing ever when someone investigates the noise. I go, you know you shouldn't investigate that noise, but if they don't investigate the noise, there's no movie. It's, it's like five minutes long and it's over. <laughs> so And also if they if they if like the if they like caught Sam or Etta or whatever, then the movie would also be over in like five minutes. So this is a video game where we, we literally just watch the video game. I might be I might be okay. I don't with know. That. It had interesting things to um they were definitely had some interesting things to say. Mm -hmm. Um is it perfect? No. But again, I still for the most part enjoyed myself. That weird dance break at the end, I really would love for somebody to Yeah. <laughs> was that was, was that like confused? I was like, wait, did I miss something? Was, wait, was that like a was that like just like the actors wanting to dance, or was that like an actual oh, no. part of the movie? I and I don't know which it is because like what I feel, I feel like they have to have a dance. That's part of you don't have to have a dance. Yes, you do. I, I, you have to why, sing in a movie. You, you have, have to dance have in a movie. Yeah, almost every movie has singing or dancing now. It's it's just it's just necessary. Yeah, I, yeah, other than like the out of the left field of that weird dance thing at the end. I wasn't mad about it. I was just like, why? I was just confused. But it I'll was... give a thumbs up for, like I said, overall entertaining. It was competently made. I'm not saying, it, but I will have it with this probably isn't for everyone. Okay, Abby. Uh, to everyone's surprise, I will also give this a thumbs up because I really enjoyed watching the film and making fun of it that's very valid that's very valid sometimes like, there are one things of those films where like you just like you can't take it like it like they were trying to take it seriously and i respect like the what they were trying to do with this film however it's just like some of it was just so dumb that i just couldn't i, I was probably a comedy I think it was, was it a comedy? It was like a no, comedy. it was a comedy. Was, was, it, like a, was it like it was a horror comedy, comedy or something? No, yeah, it was supposed like, to be a comedy Germans, proper. This was dark comedy, I'm assuming. Mm. So I'm like, okay. Uh, either way, it was, it was funny. It was like, I, I was confused, but like, it was like a, why is this guy getting out of the car? Hasn't he seen a bunch of movies, like horror movies? Why? Like, 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 Yo, why I'm, genu I'm genuinely upset that, like, like when I watched the trailer for this, I thought that the trailer makes it look like a crazy one night, you know, hilarious stuff is happening comedy. Like, I thought this was 
I thought I was gonna be. I thought I was gonna be laughing out loud repeatedly. Yeah, and it did for me. Like a lot of it, like was like, how are these people like this? Like how are people like this? But then I was, and then I, I I had to catch myself from thinking that because I realized like this past year has shown us that anything is possible, and I'm not surprised by any of the things that happened in this film besides the dumb assistant teacher that decided to get out of the van at the beginning of the film wow. just just shoot this <laughs> that, yeah. that notion of dying towns in the way like rural towns that are dying that's an issue all over the world um, of these like people moving to the bigger cities to get more gainful employment so these towns don't have any young people so they die um what you call it that I guess that to me felt very universal because you see that happen everywhere. It happens here. It happens in Japan. It happens in Russia. It happens everywhere. Again, with the commentary there, yeah. All right, execution. I don't think you properly gave yours. No man, I expected a romantic comedy about Christmas and stuff. Instead, it was more of a romantic movie about a man and a woman being in love. And I disliked it, so I'm giving it. That up. is really vague. You could be referring to any character. No, like this, this. I guess that's what I'm saying. This whole movie just felt like a romantic movie. It felt like the Notebook, but they would, you know, they tried to have guns in it, and it and it failed. Why am I watching <laughs> no, the Notebook over here? I don't, I don't like the Notebook. This is too much lovey dovey. Where's the comedy? Where's the laughs? Where's the people getting? Like this wasn't even a horror movie. It was so obvious with everything. Don't go in there. Don't don't do this. Don't open that. Why would you run this way? If you go out that door, you're gonna die. Again, How horrible. Yo, this is like this is horrible. It's a contrivance, but movies don't happen without contrivances. But I'm true. just saying, this is like Cabin in the Woods. If you take out the comedy, the comedy, the seriousness, and the comedy, and then you put the Notebook in. And then you're like, this is boring. It's a comedy like four times. Because that's how funny <laughs> Cabin in the Woods is. I still laugh at this movie at times. But then yeah, this this movie did make me laugh. And I did I did enjoy a lot of the parts. Like a lot of it was like, um, I felt like I was doing like cinema sins where I was like, like, why is he getting out of the car? <laughs> why 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 is this dude like just like in a bathrobe with a gun and just smoking See. some cigar or something? Just like you know, in Ladies an abandoned warehouse. If you like, want something to watch with your significant other, this movie will be just fine. It's it's romantic enough. She'll enjoy it. You'll get some points for it. The, yeah, you know? the, this movie was garbage. But now let's move yes, on to Replica, the Orwellian pixel adventure. Yeah. Shane and Abby got to play this one in depth. Give me the news. So Replica is like this novel game that I I think both of us played on the Switch. Yes. Um, and it's like you have to unlock the phone so you start off and you have to figure out how to unlock a phone, which turns out was given to you by the Department of Homeland Security. And they're trying to figure, they're trying to, um, in order to like secure your own freedom, you have to go through the, uh, because like you're in a jail or something, you have to go through this other person's phone to confirm if they are, uh, if they are not like guilty of uh, sort of like, yeah, of espionage or like uh, protesting and all of that stuff. And so you're trying, you have to go through uh, this person's phone. And if you do everything the person says or everything the person or the Department of Homeland Security texts to you, then you can secure your freedom. And um, if you don't, then like it depends. Uh, there's several different endings to this, which I've played through. And um, each one is different, I guess, is the best way to put it. I mean, it's obvious, but it's definitely unique and it's a lot, it, it requires a lot of brain power, which I didn't have for my first playthrough because it was like 10 p.m. But when I played through it again, it was a lot easier because you have to sort of focus on it more okay, than so the average game. All right, Shane, <laughs> tell us about your experience there. Um, so after, but, I would like to start with one thing. This game is amazingly hard to find in the Nintendo Switch Play Store. For some reason, their eStore, it's really hard to find the game. It's not the first thing that comes up when you um, search it. And it was weird. When you like, search Replica? 
Yeah. It's kind of a common term. Did you try Aurelian? Yeah, no, no, that didn't help. I tried the longer form of the title, did not help. It was still like the seventh thing down. Mm. Um, well, there's been so many games know, called Replica. There was also Kirby's Replica, uh, the Orwellian Pixel Adventure. Uh, there was Little Nemo's Replica or Pixel Adventure in you Dreamland. You could have just typed in Mario and it probably would came up, you know. I But yeah, mm. it's, a, it's a little, it's weirdly hard to find. You would think that if you put it exactly as it is written, that it'd pop up, but no. <laughs> so I put it on page seven, damn. So it, it did take me a while to find it. Mm. But um, no, like it was like, at least five, it was at least seven to 10 items down. Like there was some scrolling involved. Um, other than that, once download, download quick, it's cheap, which is good. As It being an indie game, it's only about $5. So that's nice. Um, but for me, man, this is not a bad game, but this was not a game for me. Okay. I can play games where I can veg, but you can't do this with this. And I found it like, abhorrently frustrating every time I had to start a new task because it would take sometimes that long for me to figure out what they were asking of me or where to find the information on um, the what do, you, what do you actually do that was that was yeah so yeah, yeah. it's like a checkoff list of things you have to do like like you have to like, sign into the out. Facebook account or yeah. the Twitter account or like find the contacts or like find who's in a certain picture on your phone yeah and it find was difficult to somebody's birthday is or the full name of your parent of this person's parents that or what an address is things like that you know what Did you have 24 like? hours to do this no, you have to do this like in like a certain. Uh, you have to do this in like a certain amount of time. It's a, like you have to do it like within like twenty four hours or whatever. Since like the when you start the game, then you can like restart it. And there's like a bunch of different ways. There's one ending that I looked this up. There's one ending that if you do a certain amount of tasks and then allegedly wait twenty six point five hours in real time, then you will get a hidden ending. But I didn't want to try that out, so I didn't. Oh, <laughs> you could have just left the switch on and like, you know, I know I could have, but I didn't. Well, from what I understand, there were 10 different endings. Shannon, did you try any of the, uh, any of the alternative? I did not. Um, again, it was just enough just to get through most of the game for me. Um, I don't know if it's because like legitimately I'm dyslexic. So word problems are hard for me. Um, since there's a lot of reading involved in this game. Like so much yes. reading. So much reading. And again, not a problem, but for me, this is not like really the kind of game I would normally go for. Like this definitely, I would have never bought this for other than for this review. Um, so yeah, it, it takes a lot of brain power. It takes a lot of focus, finding all those little clues here and there. Um, it can be frustrating just because like, like both me and Abby had the same problem. Like the first thing you have to do is unlock the phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, <laughs> you don't catch the this tiny hint about a text message coming in saying it's your birthday. A text message you can't see the whole of until yeah. you unlock the phone. But the thing is, is like the problem is, is like it's your birthday. You're supposed to look at like a certain thing. Like is, is technically you're supposed to look at the date on the screen. And it's like, but like, no one's going to catch that. Well, I it's would catch that. It's, uh, I don't know. Well, no, well, okay, like, I wouldn't. Like a game what where about you Sam? Sam caught that. Well, this sounds like a game, <laughs> it sounds on. like it's more puzzle game than- Yeah, it's definitely, it's it's implied, definitely more puzzle which... game. Okay, have it's you ever like... played those games where it's like, find the different things in the room, or yes. games like Papers, Please, where you have to It's like, where's Waldo? Specific, yeah, it's, that's what it sounds like. Maybe, maybe, it's, maybe it's like where's Waldo, but it's on a phone that you don't entirely understand where everything is. Yeah, so and I, think, I honestly think this would have been better as a mobile game, and I know it, it is to be. <laughs> I don't think it works as well on consoles because it's so much easier to like touch screen what you want to do than actually guiding your um cursor with your controller. It like, is available on Android, apparently on the Google Play Store. Oh, so you can actually play like your own. Um, according according to this, yes, you can. You can buy it on the Google Play Store. It's available on Android, Switch, uh, Microsoft Windows. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it's yeah, also on Apple. It's all available. It seems like it's available on Steam. 
for I think three bucks. Uh, you can play on Apple and on a uh, on Mac computers and on a. Uh, Microsoft computers uh, on Windows and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, but you can also play it on Android, which I think is like where a lot of people do play it. Yeah, um, I think you, and it was originally on Steam, right? Yeah, and it's I on think Steam. It a Steam game, like more lend it to playing it on something that had a touch screen, and this works better that way. Um, this this would work better with something that has a touch screen that like is a phone, or like if it worked with. Um, like certain tablets like like yeah if it worked like a if you had like a tablet or a phone that could like support the google play or all that like i think it would be a better more immersive game and also like um if it had like whenever you receive a call that had like text to speech instead of just like the text boxes whenever you receive a call because that was kind of frustrating at times um Okay, so it has design flaws. The gameplay itself is a bit tedious. It sounds like it's may, it may be geared towards very specific uh, types of players. What's your uh, official what, What's your official verdict then? Um, I I will have to do a thumbs down on this. I mean, oh. I I did I did like it, but like it wasn't it wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to do the opposite. And um, I'm going to give it a thumbs up because I do think it was a well-designed game because there's a lot of thought behind the narrative that they have constructed. Um, I don't think that's the problem. I think the formatting it for the consoles might have been the problem. I'm curious to what it would have been like to play like with something with a touch screen. Um, and, and yeah, I agree that this is for a very specific kind of gamers. If you like hardcore puzzle games and like novel type games, like then fine, you're gonna love it. But I, it, those kind of games are few and far between for the ones I actually like. And the beginning frustrated me after a while. I liked it a little better, but this definitely wouldn't have been a game I sought out on my own. Okay, all right. You were throwing curveballs today. Every <laughs> twist. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like, yo, I'm like, Shane, I hate this game. You're like, thumbs up, like, ow! <laughs> you know, like, right. I totally see a kind of gamer who would like it. Like, nobody in my house, because I even had my daughter play it for a little while, because I just wanted to see somebody else play it. You just want to make her, you just want to put her through. She was same. so frustrated <laughs> because she could not figure out the password to open I, it. I, 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 I'm her so happy I'm not alone in that. I, I was very, I was like, what's the password? I mean, like, it's like, it's when you find out it's like it's very difficult to find it out but once you find it out it's like a smack to the head kind right. of it's yeah. like it's pretty obvious but like it wasn't really in your face but it should have been all right so you're slapping <laughs> folks inside the head there the game is yeah. called uh replica oh, uh, replica the Orwellian pixel adventure. Nothing that, about what y'all said there makes it sound Orwellian. Besides the government, oh yeah, no, and that's well, yeah. So the government, the, the government line. is very hardcore about like the story is basically you're looking, you yourself are trapped, looking through someone else's, someone else who's also trapped. You're looking through their phone to see if they are trying to conspire against the government. And mm -hmm. the government is very hardcore about this. Yeah, trying to crack down on everything, making sure that no one's protesting, no one's doing this. Exactly. And it's very 1984-esque. So I see where yeah. the Orwellian aspect of it comes in. Mm -hmm. It's just not really the... It, it is somewhat important to the like why you're going through this person's phone, but it's just that's about it, I guess. Is yeah, Kojima like, well, um, working on the sequel? The, uh, well, the phone that you're going to is like the more you go through it, it, it paints a picture that the person's phone that you have is more like a freedom fighter, yeah, um, than necessary an actual terrorist, and it just. Essentially, the game makes you feel like you're like helping the government exercise like violations of people's rights. Precisely. So you're All solid right. snake. Okay. You are you are struggling for that for that for that comparison right there. You are. <laughs> Yo, it, 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 it's and, so I mean, close, man. If it, if, it, no, if, it, if it was tighter, if nah. you would, if you would if you would like worked on that more, had it a little more organized, yeah, I, you know, I, 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 I would be right, right there it's with like you. Like workshop that. 
But yeah. I mean, it's still it's still within the same neighborhood, though. You need, you need a punch up, man, brother. That's all that is. All yeah, right. I, so the game is called uh, Replica: The Orwellian Pixel Adventure. It's a uh, that 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 that. It's out now on Nintendo Switch. Uh, apparently, you're gonna have to hunt for it though. So on it. check it out if anything <laughs> made it jump out at you. I'm sorry, yo. I'm, it's Shana. You 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 just you blow my mind here. All right, but now let's talk about Arch Enemy. Arch Enemy, if anyone's unfamiliar, is a movie that is currently out at stars Joe Manganiello as Max Fist, and Max Fist claims to be a hero from another dimension who fell through uh, time and space to Earth, but here. He has no powers, so no one believes his stories. He's a crazy homeless dude, and no one listens to him. He's got a drinking problem, and the only one, the only one that's trying to hear him out is this young local team, this uh, young local aspiring reporter named Hamster. Now, executioner, you want to break down for us your impression, the plot, and then your impressions of Arch Enemy. Yo, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was kind of interested, you know, like Max coming through that portal, and then I was thinking to myself, like, you know what? It's gonna be very interesting to see how a superhero interacts into a world that doesn't know him. But I did like the fact that when he did come here, he had no powers. But I found it interesting that he quote unquote thought that his powers was in a particular type of methamphetamine that he uh snorted up quite a bit yo easy on the spoilers yo because I, I when that part came <laughs> out we can talk about that though when that part uh uh was revealed to, to us the audience yeah, i right, thought right. I, I really had a thought in my head that okay i was i was following this uh this unlikely superhero movie up until this point if you were yeah. gonna tell me right now that this whole thing is this one dude's pcp fever dream but see that's what i thought and that's like i think i think that's what like they wanted us to think like towards the like like at that point in film because like you like you're kind of skeptical like this guy has doesn't have any powers doesn't really have anything that like proves that he's like a superhero but you see the scar on his right arm though well like but that could be that could be from anything like that's like that could have been like a fight or like just like a ball a bottle or something but like no like it or like because like he's like just drunken like constantly high homeless guy who's who's like saying all this stuff that quite literally is out of this world but he kept talking about his home like his world and what he was doing and who he was as a person like you like in that aspect i was believing them man i was just like you know what I could see him coming to this planet and uh, potentially losing his powers. I mean, it's it's no different than like when Superman ended up going to another world that had the red sun that's like sort of like Krypton and he's like, yo, I, I can't do anything. Or when Superman goes into the, the what was it, like the fourth or the fifth dimension and he's like, yo, Mixel Plixa over here, man. What you do to me, man? I, I got nothing. One of, like an ordinary guy. Yo, I can't even pronounce that. I would, he I would mean, still be coming around me right now. Uh, no, no, you're absolutely right, though. To us, Superman's this, like, huge, powerful hero, eye lasers, breath, all that stuff. Any other planet that he goes on with the red sun, he's just this random weirdo in pajamas with abs. You know, it's just, it's just like, <laughs> he's like, who, who asked you to... But he's, but he's an alien guy in pajamas with abs. You know, yeah, and you know what happens to aliens? Have you seen any other movie in... Uh, they burst in, through in, your stomach? No, the ones yes. without powers <laughs> get locked up. Okay, yeah. Superman is committed in any other reality. Just like in this in this uh in this picture. Not not Max Superman, Fist ends up uh, as a homeless dude because all he has to say is I am here to protect all of you. Cool. What can you do to protect all of us? Nothing. Not in the Russian Soviet Superman timeline. Or did um and man, I'm dating myself hard body on this one, but mm-hmm. um, this reminded me so much of the Max. No, sorry, none of us are that old to remember. I'm oh, you mean? I'm kidding. No, no, no I, I remember. <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I remember the Max. The Max, Wait. if anyone's unfamiliar, uh, was an indie comic and then a uh, one of the uh, an MTV short about yeah, a dude MTV who. Oddities. Yeah, about a dude who had um he, he had a purple suit. He was this cock diesel, you know, cat who was also a homeless man because he lived in two realities. One where he. Yo, that's is what I've a, been okay. 
Oh yeah, my gosh! One, one, one where he just clicked. It just clicked. One where he's a hero in a in a um, I forget the name of the place. It's kind of like the Savage Land, and yeah. he's fighting to save this one woman. Not just jungle not, queen. not just this one woman, the Jungle Queen. Yeah, and he's got abilities. He's got skills, and then you see the parallels of the real world where this all exists in his head. In his head, he's just a cocky evil dude who's also homeless and wears this weird suit. And Maybe the woman that and the what's up. I said, and maybe a little violent. And, and maybe a lot violent, yeah. And, <laughs> little, and the jungle okay. queen in his head is his social worker in reality. You know, it's like those two parallels. Shana just unlocked I it. Saw, Thank you. No, you're right. Uh, there was a lot of comparisons. Oh I can make these. There was um, uh, a book uh, that came out in 2000, I'm going to say four, maybe, uh, called Quixote where the story of Don Quixote, if anyone's unfamiliar, the uh, the rich Spaniard, um, I don't know, I, he, wasn't a, he wasn't a knight, he was just a Spanish rich guy. Yeah, he was just a And thought he was a nobleman, thought he was a, uh, thought he was a knight who was saving this woman and fighting dragons, and really he was I mean, just- He was causing havoc and chaos everywhere yeah. he went. Yes, <laughs> in this story, uh, in this story it painted yeah, it as, the story paints it as that stuff really happened, but through the whole concept of stories retaining power through people's believing in them. Uh, over time, yes, he was fighting dragons and protecting people, but also folks were just like, yeah, but there's no more dragons out there. It's like, yes, because I killed them all. It's like, yeah, but I don't see it, so I don't believe you, now you're just a crazy guy. So it's like he eventually lost his powers over time because folks stopped believing there was dragons to fight. Why? Because he killed all the dragons. And then since he couldn't die, he's this like mythical figure. He eventually just became uh, a, a crazy homeless person on the street there because he had no powers until a new threat uh, came to the city. I got parallels to this story because, yo, if there's no one for a superhero to fight, then you can't just start, you know, snuffing folks if you're going to punch a bad guy who's robbing a bank and then he explodes. That makes you the bad guy because you're not apprehending and serving justice. You're murdering folks. So I thought he But he, he did rob back. a bank, though. So, I mean, technically... Okay, okay, okay. okay. Better perspective. He saved better, people's better money. The movie, you know. be better perspective. The movie Hancock, which I think is, yeah. even, a, is even a more direct parallel to this. Yeah, Will Smith is a Will Smith is a hero in the city. No one knows where he came from. He's just there, and he's kind of a jerk. He's a homeless dude. He's got nothing else to do really because he's limited in what and how we can actually affect change. So he's just a dude who has these stories that no one wants to listen to because yo, you are unpleasant and you smell. And yeah, I mean, you try to do something good, you ended up doing more bad. So how about you just stay in your lane and stay the hell away from us? You know, and yo, when we meet the villain in this, yo, what a twist! Yo, yeah. the villain. And that said. twist. Okay, okay, talk about that. Um, FQ, are you sure? Break, break down that part. No spoilers. You know better. But yo, this is gonna be real difficult. I mean, I we just you uh, all right. Yeah, no, not, not, no, that, that's why I said the twist. Like, not the twist, the villain. We haven't said who the villain is. Oh, the the villain is this person. Well, I mean, I don't even want to spoil by saying the villain because, but the villain is this person. <laughs> the villain is the person that is responsible for him getting to our world. Yes. That's like, all you yes. had. That's all you had. The, the, to say. the villain opened up the portal. So, they fell through. They were fighting. And then, you know, he ends up being here and he's like, where am I? And then he's like, oh, this is Fifth Avenue. Okay, cool. Thank you. Abby, your impressions, please. So the the villain of this sort of whole film was um, like you're led to believe it's this one person who's sort of like been working behind the scenes, but like you don't actually get to see them until like later on in the film, and you're like, huh, okay, so it's like it's going to be like straightforward, like you're going to realize that like like everything's going to have like a kind of like okay, so like they're going to duke it out and. Like, but then there's like this, like very surprise, not surprising, but like, um, un, um, I, I don't know what the word, I guess the word is surprising, but it's, um, a very surprising twist that you don't expect to happen because like you, you're led to believe like, huh, like this is supposed to be a good thing. And like, maybe this, but like, you're also sort of 
because of all of like the suspicion on Max Fist being just like a the drug-rattled homeless person, like you're just sort of like maybe he's not, maybe he's telling his truth and not the whole truth, which is sort of like after like they sort of grow suspicious of him, um, uh, as the characters grow suspicious of him throughout the film, they realize like maybe he's again not telling the whole truth maybe he's telling his side of the story yeah they play a and lot that, with that too where it's like the will they won't not the will they won't they the um the is it or isn't it uh relationship yeah. between um what max fist is telling hamster and what we're actually seeing transpire is yeah. uh very the way the plot played that out i thought was actually very it, it was very intricate and i've seen it done better but this made it uh, so it keeps you engaged. It keeps you wanting to see that next step. And we're following Hamster. We're following Hamster's sister Indigo. Hamster is a is a, 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 a not just is a wannabe journalist. Um, no, but he's an he's a new he's generation. The, he, I don't. He's I, I, a I, wannabe I, social media. Yes, I want to say writer. I well, guess he wanted to write for he wanted to write for that online magazine though. The thing is, he was wanted it, to was be it a somebody, magazine or was it like a social media platform? I think I think it was I a magazine. It was a blog or magazine. It's something that they pay people for and have yeah. an organization, which isn't uh, quite a social media thing, because yeah. social media is folks join, they have accounts that they don't have to pitch for, and then they can build a following. Whereas this dude had to go to a place and ask to be let in that's why i think it was a magazine and yeah. the whole thing was they it's like okay we'll bring you on as an intern and then if you do good work maybe we'll consider paying you until then you work for exposure i hate that yo, I, yeah, hate right? I hated Expo. that so much it but was yeah but 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 that's who we're, that's who um our initial protagonist is we're following hamster and hamster's sister is his primary um uh not not dependent the opposite of dependent uh he's her dependent she yeah. supports him by dealing drugs and working for the local crime boss who is a local local crime boss played by um oh not rob mccallany the other guy uh glenn howerton yeah. of all it's always sunny in philadelphia <clears throat> this is <clears throat> yeah the saying is it's kind of always sunny if you think about it well um especially towards um, the end. I can't. I can't even think of a clever way to, to, to a clever way to mock. Um, but Glenn Howerton, uh, who plays the local crime boss, uh, named what was it? The business. The management. It was the manager. Was the, the manager. The management. I did like that. That's that's kind of that's kind of a slick name. It's like and, the and management like, would like to see you, please. Or no, I. And then there's the boss, and like just sort of how they played with like the manager or the management, and then the mm -hmm. boss, and just sort of saying like there's levels to what's going on here. And I really think somebody should have been named the Karen. That would have been that would, have, that would have been a nice. That would nice have been too surprise. much. Ooh, ah, no, no, no. That would have been that would have been perfect for me. Was made probably oh, oh. that became super synonymous. <laughs> uh, Paul Shear pops up in this. Paul Shear in a surprising cameo, um, where I was like, "Yo, Paul Shear is this dude, that goofy ass comedian?" And then you see him, and it's like, "Yo, that dude's crazy." Wait, I thought he would have a bigger part. I thought I thought Paul Shear would have a bigger part in this. You, uh, craziest person is Paul Shear. Indigo. Yeah, Indigo have you crazy, seen all that? Yo, did you not see that meal that she made trying to feed her brother? Yo, you see this? The, 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 the blue meatball, meatball thing? Yo, the blue meat. You know how? Okay, look, I get that Those you like the color toxic. blue. Toxic. I look, get just, that just you like the color blue. But really, blue meatballs, and then you wanted they, your brother to try this, and you trying to toxic. take care of your brother, and you trying to say you a guardian, Man, and you trying to say she's not the villain. She the, the, the biggest villain in the foods and reaction videos where people are trying the weirdest, most hey, awkward. Hey, she's at villain. least, uh, at least she's not uh, giving her uh, brother a spoonful of cinnamon. I would you know the cinnamon that. challenge? No. Oh, okay. No. I, thought, I, 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 was some, I thought this was a dish someone actually did, where really it's like, yeah, instead of actually cooking you dinner, I went really avant-garde, sprinkled some cinnamon <laughs> on the spoon. Enjoy, it's nutrients. <laughs> no, like, no, oh. I, I remember just the cinnamon challenge, man. That was, that was, like that was stupid as well. right no, before my time, hilarious. actually. Bad scene. I, mean, I could have told anybody that that would have been a stupid thing to try. It, it, I know. I remember watching like videos of people doing it, and I'm like, "That's idiotic," and I really want to do it. Like, what are you talking about? Cinnamon. Dust on my face. Are we talking about the cinnamon or the blue meatballs? We're not. We're talking about neither of those. We okay. We're running. We're running short on time, and we haven't even talked about Joe Manganiello 
uh, as um, he as Max Fist, I thought was like he gave a very intense performance, but ultimately it left me flat. I was very upset that a lot of the relationship between he and Hamster was Hamster's like, I have a legit question. Here is a legit question. He's like, you're not listening. I'm not answering the question. Like, you know, if you answer the question, one, if you were legit, everything would have been, everything, everything would be solved because you could explain your point. This man is giving you a platform to explain your point and you're doing that whole, um, that whole, uh, uh, what is it, romantic comedy thing of, well, I'm not gonna have this one conversation that I need to have, so we're not gonna get anywhere. It's like, well, I mean, yo, Pat, you right do there, realize that he was under the, the wonder drug, right? You know? Try to have that conversation before and people treat him like a crazy person so he don't do it. All right, well, here's my thing. Um, ultimately, I didn't hate watching this, but I got to give it a thumbs down. And I, it really hurts to give me to give it me to give it a thumbs down because I found out that a friend of mine actually worked on it. So Ooh, yeah, yo, I saw her name. I saw her name in the credits, and I'm like, oh, is that? No, that's not. It's. And then I checked her social media, and it's like, yeah, it was her. And I'm like, I'm, but, oh, it, no. but it, yeah, but it it's a thumbs down for me just because there's so much missed opportunity. It it promises a lot and opens up a lot of doors. And I'm like, oh, when that when that plays out, that's gonna be dope. Yo, they do they're doing this. Oh, that's gonna yo, I can't wait to see how this plays out. And none of it, like almost none of it resolves. The and the the, the nail in the coffin for me was as you mentioned, Efficutiona, when we see uh the drug um uh, uh pathway being like that when that door is open and they never close it. They open that and present it as a major thing. And it comes back once where you're like, oh, he's, oh, it's happening again. Okay, when they resolve this, it's gonna be dope. And they never well, resolve it. And they did like, that for like I, five things. And I was just I like, agree. you know what? Yeah. When, when I'm like, okay, they're running out of time, but they still have a couple minutes to address this, I guess. And then credits. And I was like, you know what, man, it's a thumbs down for me. Shayna. Here we go again. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. I was mostly entertained. I <laughs> I like the art style of the movie uh, in of itself. My only thing is I do think the movie could have been tighter and punchier in some parts. Um, there's definitely some extraneous um, plot points that could have been cut out or just hinted to if you planned on expanding it to like another movie. It might have even actually worked better as a limited series where there were like two or like three or four episodes that you could follow because it feels to me and I could be wrong but it feels to me that Hamster meeting Max was a catalyst to a different adventure like to what happens to him and his sister after this that they hint to at the end of the movie yeah that's what he felt like that was the real story but this was like a this almost felt like a prequel like we like it felt like it was talking to us like we already had some of the information for this world that we didn't <laughs> you know what's but, up i i i think i want to see your movie more uh, so <laughs> so so wait so oh, wait, wait so you said you're a thumbs up i'm gonna give blowing. it a thumbs up with mm. like with that those guidelines but as a popcorn movie i think it's fine all right, all right, Abby. Uh, I'll also probably give it a thumbs up because although, like you said, Pat, that it has a lot of open-ended like things that they didn't really address throughout the film, it does have a lot of potential for like a sequel, and they could have done like and also just like potential in general. Like I want to see what happens next, and like they like the at, like the. I don't know how to describe this either, but just sort of like they have a lot of opportunities to make this film better. And although they didn't really capitalize on it, they could have a chance with how sort of open ended the end of the film was. And yeah. All right. That was and what I thought. <laughs> okay. Uh, and execution. I'm going to give it a thumbs up, but I, I really do wish that this had been a TV show because I feel like it was leading. So, like Shana was right, I was going to say that myself. I wish they had done that instead of the movie. If they had done that, then it definitely would have been a knockout. All right. All right. Well, the movie's called Arch Enemy. It's available now starring dude, starring Joe Manganiello, who's a dude where he's, yeah, he's always hit or miss for me. It's always good or it's always, it's starring uh, Joe Manganiello. It's starring, uh, who played Hamster? Um, Skylin Brooks and uh, Zoli Griggs, 
and also Glenn Howerton in the weirdest uh, uh, blonde hair mustache porn mustache combo uh, you can imagine. That was interesting. Right. If, he if looked like somebody, and I couldn't put my finger on it. And it's gonna bother me for a long time until I figure out what character from what I'm thinking of that he looks like in this movie. Oh, I, I got you. He's a he's a he looks like a hybrid of um, Burt Reynolds and uh, Wesley Snipes from Demolition Man. No, Excuse okay, me. we are we are no, out of no, time. What's no, up? he's um, he looks like Ricky Bobby's father from Talladega Nights. <laughs> or or Henry he Cavill's character, job. or Henry Cavill's character from Stardust. You guys are horrible. Okay, um, it got ugly all of a sudden. So we're out of time. This has been the Geek Download. Thank you all for joining me from the Action Fact Fun-Filled episode. If you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Or, douche, if you want to hear all our reviews, all our news, the hotness, the dopeness, the freshness that comes out every week, check out Geek dash down.com for all our goodness online and dude if you want to expand that knowledge go to villains.wtf and explore the full network of shows until next time i want to thank abby uh, thank you i want to thank shana thank you i want to thank the executioner me and the grinch friend of rob who builds all right <laughs> and i want to thank you wonderful people reminding you all be excellent to each other Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Not for you. Thanks. <laughs>